Hi everyone, it's Stephanie Kay and welcome to another episode of the Hey Steph podcast. I hope that you are enjoying your spring if you're listening to this in real time. It's so exciting that the days are getting longer, the weather is getting nicer. It's just a great time to reset and just spring forward And what I have been up to this spring, well, one of the things I've been up to this spring is I finally had the chance to watch Bridgerton. Yes, me. I had never seen Bridgerton up until last week. I was one of the people who had never watched the series on Netflix. I heard about it. And my philosophy generally is I don't want to be on the bandwagon unless it's something that I'm really, really interested in. And I think when the series first came out on Netflix, I maybe watched an episode or maybe a part of an episode and I really didn't give it a chance. I think it started off a little slow for me. And I just wasn't interested. But then I heard about season two coming out and all of the cool kids, the cool kids being my friends and the people in my circle. They were raving about how season two was awesome, how season two was even better than season one. Well, now I'm like, well, maybe there's some credence to it. Maybe I need to go check it out. But clearly I can't start with season two. I got to go back to the beginning. And so here I am. So binging season one, which I just finished. And now I am on season two, I think season three. I have to say that everybody was right. The people who raved about it, who said that the storyline, some of the other details, I try not to ever drop spoilers here on the podcast. But everything that I had heard in a positive way about this series is so true. I love the characters. I love the diversity in the characters. And I also like that even though race is very important, it's just necessary. It's just a part of the story as periods and commas in literature and in copywriting, you you just, you know, use punctuation when you're writing something. And when you're casting an actor, you go with whoever is best for the role. Um, sometimes, you know, you don't write the character so specific that the that the actor has to have brown eyes or the the actor, the actor has to have red hair. It's just about who is best suited to convey the character in a meaningful way. And I think Shonda Rhimes and her team, is, as, as per usual, have done a masterful job with the production and just making diversity a matter of fact versus making it, making the fact a part of the matter or the entire premise of the show. You can really focus on the storyline and the characters and not get caught up in who represents that character, which I think is refreshing. And again, I just want to make sure that I clarify represent representation matters. And there is time when race is a focal character in a plot where it is absolutely necessary. 
But there are times when it's a story. It's a story about love. It's a story about family. It's a story about power, power, money, and respect, let's just say. You don't need to drill it down all the time to determine who is going to portray these roles. Some some sentiments, some subjects are just universal and everybody goes through them. Everybody at the end of the day really wants the same thing for the most part. So I thought that it was great. And the storyline, I really appreciated it. I thought the characters were well-written. It was unlike something that I had seen before, which I also consider to be the hallmarks or one of the hallmarks of a good series or a good story. It doesn't necessarily have to be a new concept. It just needs to be presented in a unique way that makes me feel as if, you know what, I haven't seen this before. This is a new way of presenting this particular storyline, or this is a new way of presenting this part of history. This is a new way of presenting the 16th, the 17th history or whatever, 17th century, excuse me, or whatever the time frame is. It's a new way to present it. And I thought that that was spot on. So I really am enjoying it. And so this is kind of like a unique segue into timing and just trusting the timing of your life and not being on other people's timetables, but also realizing for me recently, I've had to do several projects. I have several things going on personally, professionally, and it's so difficult sometimes to manage my expectations because I'm accustomed to especially on the business front. I'm so accustomed to getting things done in an expeditious way. Like I feel like I have a unique cadence. Like my friends who also work in corporate, they're looking at me like, girl, like really, really what you did all of that in one day. They're just looking at me like mind blown, (laughs) you know, like really. And especially during the pandemic where Staffing has been an issue. A lot of companies have had to streamline operations. So people have been using COVID protocols. In other words, you know, look, you're, if you call a business, you call a bank, you call any institution and you have to speak to somebody in customer service, they let you know in the gate that your call might be delayed or call wait times are much longer than normal because They're working on a modified schedule or even with modified staffing. And it is just now the new normal that everybody's going to have to, whether they want to or not, they're going to have to manage their expectations. And that includes me. That includes you. And sometimes it is just so hard, I know, for me to reconcile that, especially when I'm doing something for business, like for myself, I was going through um, a, a major transaction and time is of the essence when you're talking about certain things like banking and dealing with financial institutions. Look, you know, a day could make the difference between a point. It could make a difference between thousands of dollars. So it matters. But what I have to also remind myself is just because it matters to me, that does not mean that it matters to the other party or it matters to them in the same way. 
So it's about managing my expectations and understanding that a delay is not necessarily a denial. A case in point, when I was buying my home, that was a character building experience because I was dealing with the seller who had already left the home, had already relocated. I think that the seller, I think they owned the house outright. So they weren't paying a mortgage. I mean, beyond just paying the utilities just to you know get the house sold, their overhead was very minimal. So the long story short, they could drag this process out as long as they needed to. And that is actually what happened. They ended up protracting the closing date and just the negotiations of just, you know, selling the property because they could, quite frankly, right? They didn't want to budge on certain aspects of the deal. They didn't want to cooperate on, excuse me, what I believe to have been very reasonable request. I'll say it like that. No, they, they were on a completely different timeline because guess what? They ended up where they wanted to be. They were settled. They were doing what they were living their best life in their next experience. And here I am trying to live my best life in my new experience. And it took a lot longer, like it took months, honestly, and just going back and forth, dealing with someone who was just not amenable and just did not want to work with me and it had nothing to do with me as a person or anything to do because they didn't know me we had never met actually we were dealing with each other's representatives my representative was dealing with their representative so they didn't know me they just had a different schedule than me it just wasn't a priority for them as it was with me so I had to be patient and I just had to say to myself self You've done everything that you can do and you have to be okay with that. And if you have to walk away from this deal, yes, you would have your hopes up high. No, that's not what you want to do. No, you don't want to have to go back and try to find another house. No, you don't want to go through the whole approval process and everything associated with buying a house. You don't want to go through that and that's understandable, but You just have to calm down. And of course, during that time of waiting and just what seemed to have felt like months and when it was actually just days or even weeks, I just wanted to say there were different times where I just wanted to say, you know what, forget about it. I just wanted to just say, I don't want to put up with this, but I would have cut myself off and cut off my blessing and getting this home, the home that I wanted, I would have lost out on it because I let my ego get in the way. You know, I'm going to show them. I'm going to whatever. And you know, each situation is different. And sometimes you do have to walk away. If it's just not making sense, if just none of the aspects of the deal are coming together, then sometimes walking away is the healthiest, most sane and rational thing to do. But in my situation, everything else was working out. It was just getting the seller to okay basic stuff. And so we had to get a workaround with that. And we did. 
But beyond those little trials and tribulations, everything else was working out swimmingly. And so that is what enabled me to stick with it versus saying, you know what, let me just go find something else, which, you know, I, I did consider several different times, but I'm glad that I stuck with it. I'm glad that instead of focusing on who they were in terms of the seller, I focused on what I wanted. And I was like, look, I'm just going to wait it out. And if this is for me, it is not going to pass me. And if it's not for me, then I believe this benevolent universe is going to present something that is way better. And it is going to come together seamlessly and flawlessly. And there will be no hiccups. There will be no contrary sellers who put their house on the market, but want to act like they don't want to sell it, like make it make sense. Right. So that was one example of understanding that people's timelines are different and thus their priorities are different. And is being able to know when to stay or go, quite frankly, in those particular situations. I can also think of so many times when I just let my anxiety get the best of me when I was waiting on a decision or I was waiting on an answer. Tom Petty, I love 80s music and Tom Petty is one of my my favorites and, and he has a song called The Waiting is the Hardest Part and there's no truer statement than that. It is so difficult sometimes to wait, especially when you feel like you're waiting on something that you really, really want, something that you have been working so hard for and then you're right there, you're on the precipice of a life-changing moment or a career-changing you know, changing moment or a situational or life-defining moment, and then something happens. The old folks, I don't mean to call them old folks, but sometimes the, the wiser community among us would call that when a monkey wrench is thrown in your path, and now you have to pivot or you have to decide on how you will proceed all things considered. It has happened to me so many times. And so what I have done and what I even have to do to this day is I just have to put my concerns into the hands of source and the hands of God to know that before I even ask it, in divine mind already knows what I want. And even better than that, divine mind knows what I need. So what I want has to be congruent with that one mind and that one intelligence. But that's so hard because we are literally human beings. And so our senses are very present and our senses are acutely aware of what we feel our peers are doing, what our neighbors are doing, what the people are are doing on Instagram and on social, what they're accomplishing. And then you look at that and you say to yourself, self, wow, I am just not measuring up. 
I am so far behind the eight ball. It is not even a game. It is not even a drill. But sometimes that's not the case because a lot of times when people post their sizzle reel or their highlight reel, they don't also tell you or offer how long it took for them to get that way, right? Sometimes they don't tell you how long it took and how much money and time and how over budget their new construction process took before they have this beautiful home that they're showing you ooh la la on Instagram, right? They're not sharing the inner workings of it. They're not telling you how many contractors that they had to hire or fire, how many contractors ghosted them, how many people, experts or whatever did a bait and switch. They're not sharing that piece of it. They're sharing the finished project. And we've all done that. So we have to be very careful to look at other people and then judge ourselves based upon what we see because we're only seeing one piece of it. And it's about knowing how to be patient and remembering that a delay is not always a denial. Sometimes a delay is the opportunity to pivot. Sometimes a delay means not right now or this isn't your door. And nobody wants to hear that right? There's no platitude. Nobody wants to hear often, better luck next time. Keep going. Everybody wants and needs a win to help them to have that wind in their sail to help them catapult and go forward. Everyone needs that. And I'm not going to minimize it because look, your affirmations only go so far. We all have days where We just have to step away. We have to step away from the computer. We have to step away from the aspects of our experience that make us feel less than and go back to the drawing board and say, okay, what can I do now? Is there anything that I can do now? Okay. If it's a job search, okay. And you're not getting a response from what you're doing. Okay. Is there something that you can do different? Can you get some resources or partner or even hire some experts who can help you see maybe some of the aspects of your career change or your career journey that you're missing? If you want to buy a home, okay, maybe you don't know where to start. Maybe you don't know who to talk to. Maybe you don't know what you need. You've been listening and talking to different people and you're getting conflicting information. This person tells you you need 5%. This person is telling you 20%. And then somebody brought up PMI. And then somebody talked about HOA. It can be overwhelming and confusing. So, Sometimes you just have to go and just ask one question. Just start with questions and just take the next logical step. But it's just remembering that the timing of your life, you might not be watching the popular series with everybody else in real time, but you'll get to it in time. You'll get to it in your time. Like even though I'm watching or I just finished 
season one of Bridgerton, I think I still enjoyed it to the same extent as the people who watched it real time. I mean, the only thing that I wasn't able to do is talk about it the next day at work or talk about it in real time to other people who were watching it. But I think I can deal with it. I think if somebody watched it last year and if they really like the series, I think they'd be willing to talk to me about it now, now that I finished season one, right? I don't think that I lost anything. I don't think it made a material difference that I didn't watch it as an example. I didn't watch this popular series at the same time that it aired real time. So sometimes you're not missing things. Sometimes you just have to understand that you have your appointed time to accomplish what it is that you need to accomplish. And you've got to be okay with that and let other people be okay with their timelines. But also there comes a time when we, you, I have to manage our expectations and just realize that, you know what, maybe I got to slow down because If everybody else is not killing themselves to get things done and they're not living and they're not being controlled by unrealistic expectations, well, maybe that's a sign that I need to take a page out of that book and maybe reevaluate what I'm doing to determine what is really necessary, right? Because everybody's going to think that their thing is necessary. If you have 10 friends and they're going through a crisis, all of them are going to think that their crisis is the most paramount, right? And it needs your undivided attention. That's fine. But you are only one person and you might not be able to respond to all 10 people at the same time. So that's where discernment and wisdom and understanding who needs you right now and who can wait it's incumbent upon all of us to make those decisions, even though it's uncomfortable at times, that doesn't mean that it makes it any less necessary. So yeah, that's what's happening with me in my neck of the woods. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope also that you've had an opportunity to listen to all of the other episodes that I have recorded up until this point. I started this podcast in September because I just wanted to add my voice to the conversation. As I say often, this podcast is evolving just like me. And I talk about a little bit of everything. I talk about relationships. I talk about love. I talk about work. I talk about life. I talk about pop culture. I talk about it all. I mean, you know, it's life. So I hope that you enjoy these episodes If you would like to reach out to me, if you have any tips, if you have any feedback, feel free to let me know. You can find my contact information in the description of this episode. And I would really appreciate your support in sharing this podcast with your circle. If you have not already done so, if there's a particular episode that resonates with you, that you think would also resonate with someone within your tribe, it would be an honor and it would be just amazing. And I would appreciate it so much if you would share that episode with them. It costs you nothing, but it means more than I can say to me. So once again, I appreciate your time. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And you will hear me on the next episode of Hey Steph. Be well.